Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. This is good distance. It is. Good afternoon and welcome to the Rambles Podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Josh. We're going to ramble about Canada. Canada. Specifically yes. the region of Niagara Falls. Yeah, that is the plan. Yeah, Niagara Falls. In the last episode, we did Boston Part 2. Yeah. Episode before that, obviously, Boston Part 1. Yeah, This is sense. like the third part of that little bit in our time. We went to Boston the first time, winter or New Year from 2014 to 15. Yep. We loved it so much we went back in the August of 2015. Indeed. We talked about the boston part of that holiday the second part of that boston holiday was canada yes so we're still in august 2015 indeed so we uh with our friend who lives over there decided it'd be really fun to go to see like a i want to say wonder of the world it is a wonder of the world yeah like to see a wonder of the world uh because it was kind of close well yeah about as close as you could yeah maybe get (laughs) I mean, but it was you know, still far. a really long drive. So, um, obviously for us, it was from New Hampshire. We drove through, uh, well, I think we went the route that would be like a bit of Massachusetts and New York State. Mm-hmm. So we drove up and then we stopped at, I think it was about eight or nine hours. Yeah, I think it was eight hours. Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, and we stopped on... The American side of Niagara Falls. Yep. Because we are connoisseurs of the hard rocks, I would say, around the world. We definitely have been to a good number. Exactly. And there is one on the American side and one on the... I always want to say Canadian. No, that is correct. <laughs> Wait, is that right? Yeah, Canadian, Canadian is right. Or do you want to say Canadian? Yeah, I always want to say the wrong... Yeah, Canadian is right. Yeah. I always want to say the wrong, like... Ed, extra bit when you talk about Canada. Uh, yeah, so we did both sides. Yeah. Uh, so we stopped, I want to say Buffalo ish way, be, yeah. something like that. Um, and then we did the American side. And I think looking from the American side to the Canadian side is a better view, I think, because it takes in the entire kind of landscape. I think it, it, what, it, what it is is that Canada have done a lot more with their side. 100%. And so when you look from, new, from the American side to the Canadian side, you're seeing the city, the towers, the buildings, the lights. Yeah, true. Uh, whereas when you look from the Canadian side down, all you're seeing is like that little viewing platform that the American side have built, which I always think is a bit weird that they've done nothing with it. But I think if they were to do something with it, it would look like they are trying to compete with... Canadian side and so they probably just missed a beat there yeah yeah definitely but we did well we went on this drive this drive was a very long it was very very long I mean in the middle of a summery holiday we just left the lake we'd just been on a boat Mm -hmm. doing this big boat tour we have the red solo cup moment which if you don't know what that is listen to the previous podcast love it but we have all of that and then suddenly we're driving to Niagara Falls now if there's one thing you should know about me as a person, I hate the journey. Yeah. The journey part for me is the least enjoyable part. It because you just have to sit and do nothing. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not really someone that can sit and do nothing. I'm I'm someone that fidgets, I'm someone that always has to be moving. And I'm suddenly faced with an 8-hour trip to Niagara Falls, but Niagara Falls is somewhere I've always wanted to go. It's amazing. And so I knew that it was worth it. So we drive all the way up. You are right. We stop for the New York side uh, hard rock, but it's not really near it. It's like in the closest town to it well, no, on it's, the American it's side. The... I know it's the Niagara yeah. Falls one, but you know, I mean, it's not like you have a view of Niagara Falls from it. Not from the actual place. Yeah. No, no, it's, I'd say it's there's less to do that side, definitely. It's nice view, nice like national park or whatever, but... For us, it was like, had the Hard Rock have not been there, I don't know that we would have stopped that side. I think we just just kept going. Yeah, no, I don't think we would have. I think we would have carried on. And I might be wrong, but that Hard Rock there might 
have been the first international hard rock I had ever been to. I can't think of that, one. That is wrong because we went before. to the Boston Hard Rock in Boston in the summer. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah, okay. so just before this Because I one. knew that that felt... It felt new to me still. Yeah. In my brain, I'm, I we still wasn't quite... The... In, like, now I go in, I know what I want. I'm going to yeah. order the same thing. No, no. We didn't eat, actually, at that Boston. We had a milkshake at the bar. Oh, well, there you go. At the, the, the Boston Hard Rock. There is my whole game, is that I think my eating full-on food... I'd done it in the London one previous to that. Yeah, yeah. But never internationally. So I think I remember being in the car and being like this is the first time we're gonna eat at a hard rock yeah definitely not the best hard rock don't really recommend it if i'm brutally honest but molly's just making a bit of noise in the background the uh molly dog podcast dog excuse me sorry um we're podcasting no noise could you not could you just wait a little tiny bit longer to play with that would you mind we understand that we didn't take you to canada there's no need to interrupt it though yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you a little bit of attitude love it come up here so we we carried on we went across the rainbow bridge because obviously you are uh go on molly you can do it come up go up she's on the sofa people we have a she's on the sofa a mascot oh yeah she's trying to get as close as possible move your button to move your button uncle josh shall that do I can watch the birdies. Alrighty. Uh, we went across the Rainbow Bridge because obviously you have to go through essentially customs. Yeah. Um, which was always fun when you give uh, a North American person your English passport mm. and they look at you like you are in fact an alien. Uh, and I feel like they just don't see it very often or well, they, they must... get so used to seeing American ones that the yeah. second it's not American, they're suddenly confused. I remember his face being like, oh. Because obviously we had an American person in the car. Yeah, it was an American car. American car. Are... Then three Brits and an American. It's like, is she a hostage? No, no, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we went across there and we stayed. We had an Airbnb, actually. It's kind mm. of one of the first Airbnbs I'd ever actually stayed in. Mm. So I'm not a big fan of the whole process. But uh, it was a really lovely place. It was like a kind of an apartment, I suppose. But mm. like in one of the little suburbs off the main Canadian side. We'll call it the Strip, but I don't think it's actually called that. Might be. Might be. Don't know. But it was like the, where the, there was a Dairy Queen and a... Uh, oh, there was casinos and yeah. all kinds of stuff. You know, they'd, Rainforest they'd, Cafe. They'd done as much of it as possible that they could have, I think. You know, it felt to me like they, they'd built as close to the edge of the waterfall as they could and yeah. and so on. So, yeah, it was... It was really cool. I remember we got there. We, I remember we sort of got there. We found the place. You know, you put your bags down. You get yourself ready. I remember we worked out, you know, who's sleeping where and so on. And then we went straight out yeah. to look at the at the rain uh, at at the waterfall. And yeah, we did. It was very, it was very impressive. I think the weird thing is like you, it's loud. Yeah. I think was the thing for me like it was so loud you know i mean it was so it's just an unbelievable amount of water and in moving at such a crazy pace and on the again on the canadian side you can get very very close to it it feels like and you can see just the power of it going across but we didn't actually do anything that day no because it was obviously a massive drive and I, we, we did it all in one day, the drive. We didn't stay anywhere on the way. So we got up really early, went, mm. just got there. And I believe we went to, I think we went back along the strip that day. We're calling it that. I don't know what it's actually called. Mm-hmm. And we went like along the casinos and stuff. And I think we went to eat at Planet Hollywood. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then we stopped and got Dairy Queen ice creams on the way home. Yeah, which is the cool place where they tip it. They tip it to make sure it's yeah, and I was like, that's really cool because obviously I don't know, never actually been to one before. Mm. Uh, And then we went back to the house or apartment, and then that was that day done. Yeah, I remember we all just slept, just Mm. almost instantly. Like there was this kind of moment where we're all in the apartment, but we're all so tired. We're just like that we're like 
let's just go to bed you know like i'd love to stay out and do a bunch of cool things but i am tired even though we just sat and not done very much for the day exactly it was still it's still tiring the way that and i've always found it weird the way that a really long journey can like physically make you tired yeah because you just sat there because you just nothing. sat there doing nothing i think your brain gets tired i think that's that's kind of the, the point of it so so we finish up we, we that day's done you know we're there we've seen it we've at least looked at it we got kind of like the lay of the land and then the next day we wake up and we and we're in you know we're, yeah, we're kind straight of straight in we're there in the shit out of exactly it. we got straight into the now i don't know what it's officially called but where you get like the the ponchos to wear so mm. you, i think you get like three different colors i think we had three different colors by the yeah. end of it the yellow one where we got to go like into the kind of the cave bit yeah and you see the immense power of the bloody thing mm. absolutely soaked completely drenched but you see how much water is just flowing over the goddamn thing it's amazing mm. and then you do like a how it happened you know like a historical glacier movement thingy you remember like the platform moved so you go into this like room and then they recreate how obviously like the ice age and all that kind of jazz how that all led to the falls being like that fascinating uh and then we went down to the boat so we went on the boat red poncho i remember that yeah and they take you like really close and you think, Christ, we're in the middle of it. Actually, when you watch the boats <laughs> do it, you're like, Christ, yeah. you haven't even got anywhere near it. You're just like on the edge, but it's, you're just so fucking drenched yeah. from the like the immense amount of water. You're like, yeah, I'm definitely in the middle, but yeah. you're not. I mean, it, 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 it is crazy. I remember being stood there and almost being like, I couldn't comprehend it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you, you do have to kind of stand there. And I think I could watch it all day. Just the water constantly just churning because it's really, really cool. And I have an, an image or a picture or a video or something of me stood on a little platform, which is, so there's, in Niagara Falls, they've done as much as they can with it. So there's the main like road height level platform, yeah. which is next to their sort of visitor center. And you can park, well, you can't really park anywhere near there, but you can walk up to it. There's benches. You can stand there. That's where everybody goes. If yeah. you pay to get the access that we kind of did, which was to do all of the three major parts, the going behind it is incredibly interesting because you're walking through this cave and then all of a sudden you can hear it. You can feel it. It's vibrating the whole yeah. the corridor. Yeah. You can feel it through your feet. There's a breeze, you know, and you're even though you know you're behind it, and you see the water falling, but you don't really get an idea of, you can, you know, it's powerful, but because you're only looking for a teeny tiny hole, you kind of don't get the best view. But then further along that journey is a little platform, which is lower than the top of the, the waterfall, but not as low as the boats. And you yeah. so you're kind of in the middle yeah. and then you get to see it roll over the top of the cliff. Yeah. Fall past you and then hit the water. And I think that was the coolest place to be. Yeah, definitely. Because you could see you're looking up at it and there's nothing it was awesome. You know, it's just the the, the power bit, of it was really cool. But that you're bit right, it's you're, called the journey behind the falls. Yeah. Yeah. So that bit is is really, really cool. I think that was probably my favourite because I mean, like I've said many times, I'm not a fan of boats, but it was cool because you could see, you know, you yeah, could yeah. open your eyes. I think the biggest issue with the second part of the tour we did, which was the boat, or maybe the third, but I'm going to talk about the boat second, is that you're on the boat. It's very, very cool. But we made, or at least I, or maybe I made, or somebody made, the kind of silly choice to be outside. Well, on the did. outside part yeah. of the boat. Because it seemed like the best place to be. So you get on this boat, you're, you're traveling towards the, the waterfall. I mean, the amount of strain those boats oh, no, must deal with to try to counteract the current that is running through that waterfall is 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 incredible and you you get closer and closer and closer and then all of a sudden you can't open your eyes no it's, there's it's so blinding. much water just being and it's smashed just, in your face and it's a wall of white isn't it the water yeah. is just a it's just a wall and you're just like okay i can't really 
it's it's one of those things where it's like it's really pretty to look at yeah but when you're in it it's actually a bit it's actually a bit shit. crap, yeah. yeah you're but, just you, like, I, uh... but I would never say to anybody, don't do it. No, you have Weirdly, to do all of it. You have to do all of it. And I think even though you're drenched and you're stood there and you're getting water just splashed in your face constantly and you could barely see and you're like trying to hold your hands over your eyes and create tiny little gaps that you can look out of or whatever. Yeah. I mean, really, you should just wear goggles or something. You know, yeah. that would really <laughs> fix the problem. Or just stand inside. But you get this awesome feeling that you're part of the, the waterfall all of a sudden. You know, it's not just looking at it. You're like, uh, not, not like part of it is in you're controlling it. But like, you feel like you've touched it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you feel like you've like literally been right up to it. And and then and then you, you leave, you get off the boat, you do whatever. You know, you go back up, you might get some food. You come back, you look down, you see somebody else going on the tour. And you realise that they're 300 metres away from the waterfall. Yeah, nowhere near. They're nowhere near. Nowhere they're not near even near close it. to it. You feel like you're under it. You yeah. feel like you're being rained on by it. Yeah, like you've gone through it. But and yeah, no, you're, you're you 300 metres away from it. Immense. And it's quite funny. I remember all of us, or the three of us, kind of looked at each other. We'd seen it. We watched it happen. And we all came to the realisation at the same time yeah. that actually we were nowhere near. Nowhere and that we near thought it. it was this awesome thing it is awesome definitely you have to do it but then but when you look at it from you're above like, oh, you're like oh okay. actually um so that the uh creation of it's called niagara's fury uh the creation of the falls so that was the the official name of the thing we we did i want to say it was about 50 60 dollars something like that canadian dollars really worth it definitely would do would recommend <laughs> yeah uh and then we went up so I don't. I think maybe the next day, we kind of went back and we did like the. We went further up the river. Not far. Just when did we do the bit lower down? What do you mean? Where we got in that long queue and you go on an elevator down. Oh, I and don't there's the. What are you about? Oh, maybe you didn't come with me, with all the people in the barrels. I don't think I did that. Oh well, no, I didn't do that. Me didn't do that oh ah, sorry that's beep okay her. i'll be back. beep her name out uh oh this bit yeah oh yeah that may have been the next day then oh okay yeah it must have been like the long walk yeah down. yeah oh no i tell you our friend didn't do it because of her foot still yeah because you had to go downstairs it was really quite steep yeah yeah i remember that because we were like because it's, it's legal isn't it to go in the barrel down because you'll die I I definitely don't know. I feel like it was like blew my mind. It was like it's illegal to do it or something, because you're almost definitely gonna die. Yeah. So what happened was okay, I don't know what day this was. We were only there for four days, and we'll get to why. Yeah. But we were only there for four days, and on one of the days we did the boat tour and walking to behind it. Yeah. On one of the days we did we we did this bit we're gonna talk about next. The third day I don't know what we did. I have no idea. I'm going to give you time to to oh to look at it. That's exactly what it was. Well done. You just showed me a good photo. So we're going to get to that. So on the second day, I think it was the second day, because I think we did all of Niagara in one go. We you have to go to a different place. So you, you're not you're not near the visitor center. You're not near it because what you're going to is like a little bit of the history behind the waterfall, but it's done way further downstream okay so yeah. you drive up to a different place you park up and you get in an obnoxiously long queue and do you remember that there was a bunch of bees mm, yeah my arch your arch, arch nemesis. nemesis so we're stood in this queue the queue has been going for a while uh the queue's been building for a while but it appears that nothing's happening we just stood there and we're just waiting and it's baking and blisteringly hot outside and we keep thinking to ourselves do we not go do we just give up do we not we decided to stick with it very glad that we did yeah and eventually we get in to this building and you go in an elevator and you drop down from way way above the the river because the thing about niagara falls is that yes the top of the waterfall is level with the road but then it drops a massive amount and then it stays low for the rest of the time yeah. that it flows until the land meets its height. And so you go on this elevator and you go all the way down to to basically the riverside. And then you're at the bit with the history of, the, of Niagara Falls. But one of the interesting things about it, which I think is nuts, is that they list all of the people 
who survived going oh, over Niagara it, Falls yeah. in a wooden barrel. Yes. Now, in my brain, I can't work out why you, you would, would even <laughs> want to ride Niagara Falls in, in a, a barrel. barrel. I looked at Niagara Falls and said to myself, never. I, I sort of got vertigo, even stood on very flat ground looking at it because it's so powerful and it moves so fast that you, you feel like you're moving. It's really awful. And to think that these people went, do you know what I'll do this Sunday? I'm going to jump in a wooden barrel and I'm going to go for a ride over Niagara Falls. But but people did. They survived. Interestingly, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong in, the, in, in, in a comment section somewhere, is that only one lady ever survived doing it. I, I personally do And they not have remember. a very specific name. There's a plaque for her and all kinds of stuff. And she was the only woman to ever survive going over it in a barrel. But yes, I think you are correct. It is illegal to do it because they just know that you're going to die. Yeah, definitely. I'm also just having a quick little meander at the old map here because I actually think we did it twice. What? We went on the boat twice. I don't think you're wrong, no. I think we, I went... Think we went outside once and then went inside. Yeah. Because we were like... Because we realised we'd messed yeah, it up. and I think it was two different companies because I've got two pictures. One where we're in the Journey Behind the Falls get-up, which is like the poncho for their, with their brand on. Yeah. And then another one where we're in red and it's a different company. And I think we that's at the end of the barrel thing or in that bit. And it's like two different companies but from a different viewpoint. So you go in one and it kind of looks more at the American... Because there's like two bits, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. There's yeah. Like the, no, you are completely oh, correct. Excuse me. There's like the American Falls. Yeah. And then like Niagara or whatever. Like, yeah. I can't quite remember, but I'm I'm almost certain we actually did it twice. Yeah, we did because, yeah, yeah you're right, is that Niagara Falls is, if you were to stand like at the visitor center for Canada yeah. and you look at the falls, there's the main bank curve right in front of you. Then there's a, a like a land gap where no water flows and then there's a second one further down which is right next to the american lookout yeah so yeah, yeah i do believe you went up to both but once you've been to one you've kind of you know, it's not drastically well, different know. to go to the other one no but, it but is, you should still do both i mean it's if still you can cool. do it all do it all mm. and then we we left there and we walked through um oaks garden theater which was like the really really nice place just before the hard rock so we walked that way it's like really, really lovely, and it's not far from. Do you remember the Japanese, um, like Japanese, uh, what's it called? Temple type buildings and stuff. And we kind of just did like the sightseeing of that area. You remember that? Oh, there's this like really nice. We only looked at it because I think it's maybe a restaurant. I'm not sure. Let me just quick. Let me just get you a quick picture. This part. Then we went to the Hard Rock Cafe. That's the Rainforest Cafe. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, sorry, no, we ate at the Hard Rock there. And then we went back to like the touristy bit. And then walked up the street. Past all of the, you know, shops and stuff. So we just went in. Well, uh, you've confused me now. So we had food I've at confu- the Hard Rock. Uh, 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 I'm very confused because the bit where we went down and read about the uh, the the barrels isn't yeah. near the falls. No. It's not even, like, you have to drive away from the falls to get there. I don't so remember the bit, that at all. You, you, well, you do, but the bit... Not the driving away from it. Yeah, we had to, yeah, yeah, we, we had to park in a different bit place. You Like, you can't even see the falls from... Oh, I don't remember that then. Where that bit I the, don't remember. The thing is, whereas those pictures that you just showed me, which is all of us in in like red ponchos, that's just one of the two like waiting areas for the the ferry. That was the second boat. Yeah, that was the second yeah. boat ferry. But going down to the falls is different. I Oh, okay. It's a, it, that remember. is a completely different place. But yeah, so we did that. Then I think we came back. Yeah. And then we got the or, or or somewhere in there. Yeah, we saw 
the Rainforest Cafe. We went with, uh, I think me and you went and got Dairy Queen again. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh t- no! We tried Tim Hortons. Oh, that's what it was. And we were like, "Oh, this is no we Duncan." We tried Tim this Hortons. This is no yeah. Duncan. That's exactly what it was. I couldn't remember. There was something in there. I was going. I remember we went somewhere and we were like, "Oh god!" Because because our friend had told us it was the Duncan of Canada. We were like, "Oh, we better try it." We yeah, like, it's nice. It's just crap. No, it's actually... not. I wouldn't even give it the nice. It's no, not. I, it's I think Tim it is Hortons all right. Gross. There's one actually here in Harlow in England. Yeah. I quite like going there because it gives me like holiday vibes. But yeah, it's it's no Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, we drove to Scotland yeah. not too long ago, which again will be its own episode yeah. on here. But we we actually diverted, I think, for like an hour. Way to, out of the way. Way out of the way. We didn't need to make the journey as long as we did. To Doncaster to have a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. on the way up. We love it that much. But yeah, we had this this Tim Hortons, and I mean, like coffee is coffee is coffee. At a certain point, even the worst coffee in the world, if you drink it, it's going to taste somewhat like coffee, and it's going to give you the buzz you're after. But Tim Hortons coffee was just gross. It wasn't that bad. That's a bit. It mean, was bad. I wouldn't choose it if I. Could. I wouldn't choose it over Dunkin', not for a minute, or probably. Starbucks. I'd rather have McDonald's coffee. Oh, that's quite nice. Though. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Um, and then that was the end of that, and then the following day. Yes. We decided to do something. So this was when we'd like tapped the tree dry. I feel like. For the Niagara yeah. Falls themselves. You know, we'd spent three days looking at it. We even saw it at night, which is something I was going to say about. That was actually on this day. Oh, that day. was on this day. Yeah, okay, because good. this supports the... Okay, great. <laughs> the uh, the how our holiday ended sort of okay, thing. Okay, so you go because this is... You, you've got the better memory for this because I completely forgot we did it. So on the third day we went to Marineland, which is apparently Niagara's, you know, premier uh, (laughs) aquarium or whatever. Would it be aquarium? No, aquarium aquarium zoo. No, no, it's not. It's um. Well, maybe actually, yeah. Yeah, because it had it had an aquarium and a zoo, but the zoo animals were whales and yeah, dolphins and stuff. So we went there because. I don't really know. We do all love a good dolphin show. Dolphins are my favourite animal in the entire world. I mean, we will, nothing... we will just say, obviously, animals should be free and not in captivity. However... There is nothing more graceful, in my opinion, than watching a dolphin do just about anything. Fair. But... It, it, you can't... You can go there and you can have a good time, but you can't shift the idea of, like, kind of does suck for the animal, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's where you're like... Oh, I like watching them. They're so majestic. They're beautiful. But, oh, they should be in the ocean. They should be free. And when they're doing their cool spins and twists and flips and stuff, you're like, wow, it's really clever that they managed to train them. But really, they shouldn't be able to train them. Yeah, you know. So we watched the dolphin show, which was awesome. And then we met a beluga whale. We did. Beautiful, beautiful creature. Really bouncy head. Weird looking thing. Squishy. Beautiful, though. What was, a, again, a key element of the holiday was the woman who was the trainer or whatever oh had God, to be gonna, in... You're going to throw this lady under the bus. I am. Don't know her oh name. Gosh, no idea who she is. She said to us, right, you know, here's a beluga, <laughs> whatever they say, <laughs> I don't know. And when she spoke to me, this woman's mouth was just <laughs> a dumpster of crap. She had the breath of Satan. And I was like, this beluga whale, this creature in the water, (laughs) smells better than your breath, love. Pop a little tic-tac and move away. The (laughs) breath was hateful, honestly. Uh, Now, I am going to interject here and say I didn't even talk to her. So I had no idea this was happening. But all I saw was you smiling, thinking, I'm going to meet a beluga whale. Yeah, loved it. And then sour face, angry you. Oh, God, it was madness instantly and i'm thinking what happened what did i miss like did you get wet did you do you feel sick headache what's what's the matter i was blown away by the texture of the beluga whale that was not it's like a dolphin there's the you never know really what to expect yeah i expect like a squishy thing yeah quite quite firm yeah oily but firm and i thought he's gonna stink because it's a fish Essentially, or a black it's a big, mammal, but yeah, but whoever, yeah. but a big fish in a in a in a body of water with fish. Still a mammal, stinking. <laughs> yeah. And then she gave us the fish to actually feed him. Yeah. 
And I was just like, <laughs> I didn't say anything to the woman because, no, you know, not. I'm not rude, but I was thinking, your breath is hateful. I can't with this. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Walked away and I'm I'm giggling to myself and they're like, what, what's so funny? I was like, that whale smelt better than her mouth. <laughs> Poor woman, don't know who you are, but just pop a tic-tac, you know what I mean? Madness. And then uh, that was the night, as we were driving back from Marine Land, we stopped by the Niagara Falls. Don't know where we ate, can't remember. Could have been a Applebee's, who the hell knows? Is there even one in Canada? No one Maybe. knows. Uh, we stopped by Niagara Falls because then we decided to see it at night. And it was absolutely beautiful with all the lights on the yeah they on the falls and everything. Really big, really, these really big, powerful lights is a bit of a disco show. And because there's like water vapor in the air, you see the trail of the light. Yeah, you like, see like the whole rainbow-y. light cone. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's very impressive. And I, I, c- and I at the time had a terrible camera, and I have these awful photos <laughs> of of that. And, like, I have these photos where, because it was so dark, I'm trying to do these long exposures, but I don't really know photography at that time, you know? I'm not... I've really gripped it. Yeah. And I have these these videos of just, like, a blurry smudge of white. Yeah. That if you, if you took one, like, shutter speed out of that, you'd get a, probably a nice photo yeah. of Niagara Falls, but it's just, just a didn't big... Didn't quite turn out that way. ...blurry mess, yeah. And I can tell you that that was the 26th of August, 2015. So we went home. So we go home, we're riding high on what is the best holiday I'd been on ever since in my life at that point, I think. Yeah. You've, done, you've done so that, much. That I'd remembered the most and had the, the best time. It was sunny. You know, it was awesome. And we'd just seen some dolphins. We saw a dolphin show. We also saw a big killer whale as well. Uh... That we actually have a very cool picture of me and you and I think maybe mum in kind of like the viewing panel. Yeah, yeah. It's just me and you. The killer whale. Yeah. And it's like you can see all of the blue and the killer whales in front of us and then we're like silhouetted. And I will, if I can, put that somewhere yeah. to do will with, with, with somewhere. this podcast. Because that is a very, very cool photo. Admittedly young us. Yeah, we can't but, tell because um, it's our, actually our back. So it matter. Well, it's like I had terrible hair. But um, it's one of those one of those really awesome photos that i do really like and you're riding high on those emotions you're thinking this is a great holiday and i don't know how many more days we had left i think we had about I think three it was three or yeah. something and we'd planned a bunch of stuff and we think and me and you as you do the youngest in the room we go to bed where well, everybody does we go to bed thinking nothing of it yep now at this point i'm sleeping on like a sofa bed thing yeah i'm a, a you know i'm a good sleeper doesn't matter where i am i'll sleep doesn't matter i'm asleep i'm going through thinking to myself wow we're gonna do something cool the next day i get woken up by by hannah i get woken up by hannah in the morning it's not like a gentle wake up no no no. this is a violent shaking wake up i'm thinking someone's someone's broken in our stuff is stolen i don't know what's going on to which you inform me that our our granddad your you believe our granddad has died yeah i in the, in those moments you think you you there's nothing you can think about but but you, you but, but the reality so of, of life right yeah. you think to yourself wow is there anything more like real than to be on holiday yeah feeling happy and then suddenly get this information the answer is not really that's life so i get up Instantly, you know, you're not tired at all when people give you that information. Adrenaline rushes through your body. I run into the room where our mum is and she's on the phone and she's crying. Yeah. And she's on the phone to our uncle who has informed her that our granddad had passed away while we were gone. Now, to give more information but not to go into too great detail, Mm -hmm. he went in for an operation so we knew that this operation had com- had potential complications. It was on his heart as well. And it was on his heart. We knew it was a difficult one, but he seemed healthy at the time. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem, you know, he wasn't on his deathbed at that point. He was up walking around. You know, he wasn't even really that old. No. But 
We knew there was the potential for complications. You always know that when something bad like this happens, but you never think you're going to get the call to say that those complications actually took hold. But in this situation, it did. Yeah. Now, that very moment when I'm looking at my mum crying, you are also crying. Mm -hmm. I kind of didn't, but it's because I knew in that situation I had to be the man. Yeah. Which, you know, all gender stereotypes aside, in that situation, Someone had to be regardless of whether I was level headed, whatever I am, I knew, yeah, that I had to be the guy who just got everything done. You. I think that sparks potentially the worst 24 hours uh, ever, ever, that we've ever in had. my life. To date. To date. Yeah. We are eight hours of driving away from Boston where our flights are planned for three days time yep. ahead of us. Mm -hmm. We are... So regardless, we're eight hours of driving away from where we get to leave the country. We're meant to be waiting for three more days. We didn't take all of our belongings with us. No, yeah. Because we knew we were only going to Canada and we were coming back. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have all of our stuff. All of the things that we'd bought, we'd left at the ha at our friend's house. And all of a sudden, you, you, you really honestly do just go, fuck, there's nothing we can do. And at the time, you're just like, do we just fly out from here? Do we go home? or not home but back to where we were so you sat there so i suppose this this part of the podcast is almost like advice on on to deal with grief not really in the grand scheme of things this is just how we dealt with it but for what happened to us we were like do we just fly out from here and just you know fuck our stuff and it's like in that situation for us we decided that unfortunately he had died he had died at hospital so you know, realistically, there's not a huge amount we could do, even if we were home because of the situation that that was happening. So it's like we had to decide at that moment, right, we're going home. So yeah. we we were like, okay, but we won't fly out from here. We'll go back to where we need to be because at the end of the day, our friend is still with us. We can't leave her here. She can't doesn't want to leave us to just meddle through the drama. It was an absolute fucking cocktail of emotion shittery. that you couldn't work out. But I think in those situations, you, you, you want a couple of things. You want to be at home. You want to be with your family. But you also, I don't. There was no way we were going to finish the holiday. No, no. And we again, all that was a choice. We instantly came to the conclusion that regardless of where we fly home from. This holiday is over. Because you then can't enjoy yourself because no. your family is starting the grieving process and you're all this far not. away. You're, you know, a couple thousand miles away. Yeah. But you also know that whether you flew, whether you paid to be helicopter lifted out of that apartment, taken to an airport, put on the fastest jet plane there is in the world and spent all of the money you had in your savings to get home. When you get home, he's still going to be dead. Yeah, and you're still and you're so still you as useless as you feel in that moment. In that you're moment, just anyway, in the wrong place, and yeah. so we managed to rationalise the decision to drive back to our friend's house and 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 head home from there. Yeah. So, but like I said, that was eight hours away. Yeah. Now so, if, if you play out the series of unfortunate events, right? Do you want to do this uh, chronologically? No. Well, you can do it. No, I'd say what happened. We packed in about 20 minutes. We drove eight hours home. We stopped once to eat food. And yeah. we ate. We stopped to eat because we just couldn't cope with everything else. Our friends, family, in the meantime, had packed our suitcases, loaded them into their cars. We got home after the eight-hour drive. In the meantime, mum had called the airline. And so had our friends. And our friend's sister and our friend's other sister yeah. because they were giving mum such a hard time yeah. saying, no, you're not meant to be flying home for three days. They're like, no, they need to get home yeah. yesterday. We'd contemplated just buying new tickets. Yeah, but in the end, thankfully, our friend's sister is so good in a crisis. Yeah. She got us on flights. We didn't pay a single thing. And unfortunately, we had flown with uh, Iceland Air. So when we got back from the eight-hour flight, we had to grab our bags, get to Boston Airport in less than an hour and a half to get on our Iceland Air flight 
to fly eight hours to Iceland for an hour stopover for a three hour flight to London <laughs> to pick up our bags for an hour's drive uh, taxi ride home, which all had to be changed because they were booked for three days in the future, to get home, to pop your bags on the floor and be and like... And then to go through oh, the grieving process It was such all a over again. mad it experience. It was the craziest <clears throat> and most honestly mentally tiring situation, Exhausting. I think. And I don't want to throw any shade against our mother at all. But in that situation, I think mum just grieved. Yeah. She just cried a load. She barely spoke. She didn't say anything. And she just followed. Yeah. Which left me and you, to as young as we were, <laughs> to negotiate, to negotiate the situation. But you also cried. You were the actual I one leading the process. I didn't cry because I knew the situation I had to play. But that was so mentally exhausting for me that it all culminated. And yeah. I'm sure you remember for me on the... Uh, second flight home. Yeah, from Iceland to London. From Iceland to London. Now, just to quickly reiterate, I just sat in a car for eight hours to drive back. There was no, I get to sleep, I get to stretch out, I get to move when we get back to our friend's house. There's an another hour and a half to the airport. Then there's eight hours in a plane. At this point, I had been still unable to move for a longer period of time than i could handle yeah and the layover was a nightmare it was so busy it was so loud and we hadn't slept in that whole time i couldn't deal with it and unfortunately it all you you're gonna break you're just gonna and we're flying home this three hour flight that's all it is but it felt like 24 hours to me and, and and i was shoved in the middle of you on and, one and side random. of me and a random person on the other so there's no stretching out that person was asleep they were reasonably wide in the seat you know they spread their legs out they took over all the space i felt like i was being crushed yeah in the middle of this seat and just lost my mind i genuinely thought you were going for the emergency exit i thought we're all gonna die here today wasn't unconvinced i was going to be arrested you were punching the seat you were whacking the tray table you were going mad and i was thinking oh my god you need to chill because you're going to get tied to your chair because at that point it's like it's not the person next to you's fault that we've had the shittiest 24 hours but it was just the 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 christ i don't know the cauldron of shit was just overflowing and it was just just so much and you just couldn't cope and or at least and I, I just couldn't cope because at that point I knew that really my job was done. Yeah. My job to get everybody, all of the bags, all of the stuff. The only thing I had left was to put the bags in the car when we got to the taxi when we got to the airport. That was my only job left. And then you're dealing with so many emotions and so many issues and so many problems. And it is, and it was a crazy experience. Hmm. Now, Luckily, I think we're old enough that it didn't really taint that holiday too much. We can still talk about it and say we had a great time because we did. Yeah. We can still say that that summer Boston holiday is maybe one of my favorite American experiences I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I think it adds to character as well. I think that the situation you were in, I think you really, it made you a uh, a proper traveler, I suppose, because you had to deal with arguably one of the worst situations you could have you know a death of a loved one yeah you know not the worst but a a, a terrible situation and you're four thousand miles away with all these elements in the way and the only time you lost it was when you were so close to the finish line done but i will tell you now there is no flight i could go on that would put me in that situation now because when you get to that point every flight past that you go well i've already been as claustrophobic and caged as I can be in a plane. Yeah. So now I get on a plane and I'm fine. I could go for 24 hours on a plane because I've been at one end. Yeah. And I've realized, okay, I've been all the way there and now I get on a plane I have a great time. But it it's a very different situation because you're it's, a very stressed sense. It's not yeah. quite the same. But, but what I mean is when, you're, when you've been that stressed and then you had a plane, every yeah. other time you get on a plane and you're not that stressed, you're going to have a great time. I'm just glad we weren't in Australia. But it's just one of those fuck things. fuck me, that would have been immense. And you just... And, and, and I think for me, the main thing was that we... 
you know, like we we barely say, had time to say goodbye. No, we just had we to get with. our shit and go. We had to we get had our stuff no and time. go. I'm pretty sure we left some stuff there. I've lost things. I, I've lost jumpers. I've lost yeah. chargers. I've lost loads of shit because I just was like, it just we just have to go. We, we've we got done. no time. If we miss this flight, we have to wait till the following morning. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do in that? So I suppose it's a terrible, it's a, it's a fascinating story, I think. But if you're in that situation ever, stay calm. Stay calm. Eat food. Yeah. Because you still have to be a human. And and sleep. And try and when drink, you, you know. Yeah, sleep when you can. Eat and drink because you still have to function. Yeah. Stay calm and also don't lose your shit at the people who work for the airlines because it is not yeah. their. F- oh, sorry, not their fault. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's you know. a representative of a much bigger corporation yeah and but in just those be situations you, you you have to deal with it in every single step and i really think that's what we did and you know we knew that we had that eight hour car ride that was the i think that was probably the the most silent i've never been in a car 36 so hours of travel i've ever experienced in my life what was where nobody spoke because no. they were grieving and no one knew what to say no one knew what to say there was multiple times in the car ride home where our friend simply just said i'm just i'm sorry yeah i uh, feel so it, bad and i'm sat in the car thinking i'm too young for this and also you have to think that's actually the last time you saw that is the last those time friends. I saw them, yeah. so to, to end on a happier note because we've of course yeah you i mean do. we've uncovered and like a very <laughs> it's one of those sore things subject it's, but it's, it's an fascinating story but... because it's part of that canada experience it's not really in my brain part of the boston experience no, because it ended the on that part. The experience ended when we left for Canada. Yeah. Because this is why I love stopovers so much. Because to me, they're different holidays. Yeah. You dress slightly different. You plan slightly different. You do different things. I think about them differently. And so when we left, we went to Canada. That was something that was like, wow, this is holiday number two within the same week or whatever. Well, it's technically number three because there's... Oh, yeah, because it was Iceland. There was before. Iceland as well. So, like, we had a so, you know, mad you're, holiday. You're at your third location. But then, all of a sudden, this holiday, you know, it, it just gets flipped upside down. Yeah. And it's like, right, now we need to do this, 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 and this. And it, and it was very, very in, an interesting time. A very, very interesting 36 hours. But like I said, when you've been through 36 hours of hell travel, ah, travel doesn't mean anything anymore. No, it becomes part. It's so easy now. It's just one of the things you do to get to what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that's how you view it. it is very so just be chill, be calm. Don't don't try not to freak out yeah. anymore, and definitely don't go for the emergency exit like somebody did. <laughs> um, but yeah. we have, in the meantime, or at least you have specifically, gone back, seen yeah, seen them, seen our friends out there in Boston, spent some time with them. And, you know, it's all it's all very normal. And when we got back, you know, it wasn't like there was some, you know, drastic uh, change. It was just one of those things where we got back and then suddenly you felt like you were in the right place. And I'm pretty sure all of us just went and slept for a while because we, we had to it be was home. Absolute but man. then at least <clears throat> you were home. And it really does give you this idea of, like, sometimes the, the place you need to be is home. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and we managed to get there in time. And as I say, we... We, we have gone back. We do plan to go back way, way more. Boston and Canada will still and always will be one of the best uh, one of the best places in the world to visit. Definitely. 100%. Um, what would you recommend of Canada? I would recommend Niagara Falls, in all honesty, and doing all of the events. You know, we within always... The within main that kind of area. Yeah. We, we say without doubt, you know whenever you go somewhere there's always going to be a a a discount ticket a do it all style ticket lots of places like there's uh what was that pass one for new york um new york pass the new york pass there's a london pass you know paris pass whatever all these different places and 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 i do and will always recommend those because to be at the niagara falls kind of area is just is awesome also the drinking age in canada is 18, is 18 like, like in the uk so that's yeah. always a bonus if you want to nip into canada get your drink, drink on and then poos. nip yourself back uh but yeah, i definitely would recommend it i think canada is a destination on its own yeah we in the two times we've been there have used it as a stopover destination for america 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it is. It is a a. I think it's a destination of its own. Yeah, definitely. In the future, we do plan to go back. Yep. Uh, comment in the comments where you think it comment, might be. Comment in the comments. Comment in the comments. But we definitely do plan to go back. There are some amazing places. I think. I think for me, when I was at there, obviously we did Boston before we did New York. And for me, going to Niagara was like a little nice bit of, you know, like Boston is like a mini big city. You know, it's got that big city feel in a small place. Canada has that even more so. You know, the the casinos that were there, the it all just felt very like, wow, this is like a little mini microcosm of, of a big city that you could go to. And it felt really cool. And the main thing, as always, is that Canadians are the nicest people on the planet. Americans are lovely, but Canadians, they are next level. They're the kindest people in the world. Everybody says hello. Everybody smiles. Everybody asks you how you are. So there you go. A uh, a podcast about Canada, or at least our holiday our to Our holiday Canada, to Canada, specifically. With its ups and downs, crazy stories, and... Uh, well absolutely ridiculous ending but uh it's been real but yeah enjoy let us know what you thought all of the images for what we've been showing and talking about will be attached somewhere somehow we don't know where just look for them but we will do it it might be instagram might be somewhere whatever it will be written somewhere where you need to go to see all of the photos but thank you so much for watching if watching thank you so much listening for listening if you did. Uh, I have been Josh. I have been Hannah. And this, I think we would all agree, has been, been one hell of a ramble. Proper ramble. ramble. <laughs> Bye. Bye.